passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. You found us on postwrestling.com or Spotify, Apple Podcast, whatever podcast app you are using. Or maybe you found us live on youtube.com slash at postwrestling. No, yeah, no, wait, no, there's no at there. Did I say at? YouTube.com slash postwrestling. Oh, did I do the at? It's because our Poison Rana one still has the at. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I feel if you did slash at post, I think you'd still get there. Okay. Yeah. So either way, you found us on the post feed. Yes. Is Hello. Where you found us. Tuesday nights, that's where you find us. We take over and we talk about NXT because, well, who better to talk about NXT than your NXT friends? Friends. And we are here, Braden Davey, the BDE. Yes, we do all sorts of other stuff over on Poison Rana. Go to poisonrana.ca for links of everything that we do, including uh, some podcasts and uh, fun little things such as Patreon and all sorts of fun stuff. So we've been recording since we're coming back on our trip, just going and going. We've got so many shows out there as well because wrestling world never really stops and WWE gets hot. The Rock comes back. Uh, no one goes to AEW shows anymore. The mm. world's in shambles. The world, it's upside down. Yeah, everything's crazy. So uh, we did have a, a show on Sunday over on Poiserana talking all about uh, our love for The Rock coming back in that surprise uh, SmackDown pop up there. But uh, talking about Jade Cargill, who seems to have yeah. checked into the PC now. Yeah, apparently. Hey, Randy was spotted there too. Randy was spotted at the PC. Randy Orton. Yeah, maybe he's going back I to next Randy. Yeah, what's he going to do when he comes back? No more Arcade Bro, I assume. Yeah, no more Riddle for the moment. Uh, I mean, they it felt like they were building to him and Roman before yeah. he left. Yeah. And that's something that hasn't really happened for a long time. So I can see them doing that at some yeah, point. For sure. So, uh, yeah, we talk about all the other stuff over on these shows. But NXT's been been pretty good. There's, mm. there's always stuff to talk about on these shows. And I think people still have the like oh I don't watch NXT there's only so much wrestling but if you're someone who maybe you're a completist or maybe you're not and you cherry pick this every week NXT has good stuff and we're we're going to chat all about it because I know people are 
are torn when Becky won the title last week and kind of flipping things into different... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the rating is for this week because I, I definitely think last week's show with Becky Lynch could have won a few new fans uh, from like that Ilya Wesley match and just Tiffany Stratton's performance. Yeah. Um, and I think kicking off the show this week with Becky Lynch made a whole lot of sense and be interesting who who kind of stuck around. She was in the opening segment and the closing segment tonight. So I could see it be another, be another good week for NXT. She's already, Becky's already got an NXT t-shirt. Yeah. And Beck's T. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe, you know, she's, she's a big deal. We talked about the ratings draw too, that clearly she had, like they had a lot of people tuning in NXT's biggest number in so long last week. And I wonder if that kind of momentum will keep going leading into no mercy, which is in like a week or so. So, uh, NXT is doing some some good stuff and would definitely recommend to check out, especially some of the wrestling. It's definitely uh, picked up and there's always something to rave about, which we will be be doing. But uh, yeah, other than that, what's going on? Uh, not a whole lot, really. Just been working a lot. Tiff's yeah. over now. Yeah. So I finally get a proper couple of days off in a row, which I'm looking forward to. Excellent. Uh, although we'll still be recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so just that... Um, you didn't see any TIFF movies? No, I, I work pretty much every single day. Yeah. And was passing out after. Yeah, I, I can't say really I've got much to report this week. I saw a movie today, uh, Talk To Me. Okay. Which is the new A24. Is it A24 or A24? I don't know, man. Yeah, but uh, those guys have been like, every movie they put out has been amazing. Whether it's everything, everywhere, mm. all at once, or those horror movies. And this one was uh, pretty scary. I got I got a lot of recommendations and said it was pretty scary. And okay. It lived up to the hype. I really liked it. So it's definitely one of my favorite ones in a in a long time. So right, would would recommend because I'm sure people will be um, talking about it. Will you see Nun Two? It was playing to, or I saw the poster yeah. for it today. So I was like, huh. actually, I I felt like a teenager for a split second because as I walked out of the movie, I looked at my phone and it was like four ten. Mm. And as I walked out, the Nun Two was playing at four fifteen, and I was like. Do I do, just a, do I do a double header? Like, mm. eh, it was kind of quiet in the theater today, so I don't know. But I did not do it because we went to the Nun One and we were pretty disappointed. It was kind of soft. Nun One wasn't very good. No, no. So I don't really have high hopes for it. But then the that Nun was quite a while ago. You think they stepped up? I feel like they have to. Like, I'm sure it made a lot of money. Uh, let's see uh, the Nun because it's it's spooky season, okay, guys. It's fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, the Nun Two? Nun Two. What's the Nun One? Because like uh, the Nun One was not good. We were like, eh. The Nun twenty four percent. So it's twice as good as because the Nun debuted in one of the other movies, and that movie was better. The Conjuring, like two or something. Yeah, yeah. That character shows up, and that that was like iconic. But the mm. movie itself, no. So maybe the new ones, maybe maybe we should give it a chance. I don't know. So like, go and see it tomorrow. Go see the nun. You gotta rewatch the nun one. I've got to watch. You know what I've got to watch tomorrow? <laughs> What's tomorrow? Escape from New York. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah talking about some good movies. Uh, New New York is being taken over by AEW, uh, sort of, uh, for Grand Slam. And what great timing to to visit New York and escape from New York by reviewing this classic movie for, all the way from 1981. Mm. Jack John Carpenter and Kurt Russell. And, uh, yeah, this movie's a cult classic. And uh, Justin, our world champ, our family member. Is it Justin? Yes, yeah. Justin. Shout out Justin, who picked this movie. And we're going to be uh, reviewing it this week. So we're actually going to be, I think, reviewing it uh, over on Thursday. So uh, get your feedback in if you're a fan of this movie. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about the whole thing. Kurt Russell and his 
is like the guy. He's the first the eye patch guy that started yeah. the whole trend of everyone wanting to wear that eye patch. So uh, we finally get to talk about. We've reviewed way too many Kurt Russell movies, and we still haven't even scratched and the quite surface. A few John Carpenter movies. I mean, as yeah, well. fair. Yeah, so, I mean, it's in about a month or so. We'll be. I will be, be coming back with Halloween Six. Yeah. Who month. Who's that guy who keeps? Is it just, Who's the guy who keeps tweeting us about uh, Doctor Loomis? It's Justin. It's Justin, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, because like he picked this movie not because of New York, but because the president is played by. Do- oh, Dr. Luke. Yeah, Donald okay. Pleasance. And like, man. Oh, so we're just going to talk about him being pissed <laughs> on wine during the filming of the film. I watched it last night. That makes a lot more sense. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah, mm. he likes the Donald Pleasance and his wine. Yeah. This is the t- kind of stuff you find on our movie reviews if you uh, check them out. So Escape from New York's over on the Patreon this week. We did our cartoon All-Stars, which was absolutely bonkers. But we are gearing up for No Mercy next week, and we are going to be reviewing... No Mercy from 1999, featuring, yes, that iconic ladder match, tag match. So we got a lot of shows coming out uh, the next few weeks over on the Patreon. So go give us uh, a shot. It's only five bucks, and you get a whole month's access of everything coming up and everything in that back catalog, because keep as, the lights on. As well as on our uh, free Poison Rana feed, we mentioned our kind of new show we do every Sunday, uh, but we did just put out um, a re-release from our Patreon from a couple of years ago. Best match ever, Terry Funk. So go and check that out as we uh, we celebrate the life of Terry Funk. Yeah, we love Terry Funk. So Terry Funk forever. We did this show during the pandemic, actually, when we were stuck inside and we were nerding out about wrestling. And, uh, well, we, we thought we'd re-release it over on our free feed for free. So if you haven't ever listened to that, go check it out. And we, I also listed all the matches. If you want to go and re-watch the matches and then kind of listen to the review, they're all easy to find online for free. And, hey, you like best match ever. You like free things. Well, we, we, we know how to honor wrestlers in our own weird, nerdy way. And we're going to continue to do that because next week we are going to record a best match ever Bray Wyatt. So I will be putting up a feedback thread probably later this week to get all – I'm expecting lots of feedback for this one, people. So I want all your best Bray matches, moments, memories, anything. We want to celebrate the life and career of this uh, beautiful man. So Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let me in. Yeah, we like we, we've got an idea of what our playlist is going to be, but we always like recommendations as well. So yeah. uh, let us know what were your favorite Bray Wyatt from match? Husky Harris to yeah. the Fiend. Who knows what we'll, we'll be talking about? But uh, we will be releasing that for free over on the Poison Rana free feed as well. So lots and lots of shows and remembering uh, the 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 late Bray Wyatt. So lots of podcasts coming at you, wrestling fans, and we can't do it without you fine people listening to us. So thank you very much. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other notes of wrestling. We obviously will be live, going live this Sunday over on the Poison Rana YouTube to talk about everything going on in the world of wrestling. Maybe The Rock will show up again on SmackDown and we can talk about that again because that was good. But Cena, obviously. Cena's uh, wrestling this week, isn't he? He's wrestling this week? I think so. Isn't he he teaming with AJ against Solo and Jimmy? Is he going to do something this time? I, I totally believe. I totally believe you, but that—that's why I was led to believe on this commercial today. And okay. we're getting EO versus Asuka. Okay, well. that sounds pretty tight. So we'll be chatting about that. We'll be chatting about AEW Dynamite and everything going on there with Grand Slam this week. Uh, looking forward to that. That show should be pretty good. And then the hype for Wrestle Dream, which is looking and shaping up to be quite a stacked pay per view. Oh so yeah, definitely looking forward to all that stuff. Also, we got to talk about the. That that match hasn't been. Okay, <laughs> you're just you're blowing. You're just making shit up. Yeah. 
Okay, how about this? Do you want? I'll one up you. You hear what Dave Batista is saying? What's he saying? I don't got nothing to film. What's going on? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I retired, but like, eh, people didn't everyone like that. Retires, yeah, man. everyone retires and comes back. Look at Terry Funk. <laughs> All right, who would you? Uh, who would you put Batista again? Batista, uh, I don't know. Can they? Can they just come back as like managing roles, or do you want? We have to see him wrestle like while they're back. But like, Batista, Braun Breaker. Oh man, I'd put them together. Pretty similar, like body types. Yeah, there. Um, spine busters galore. Yeah, I don't really know. Like, first of all, like, do these guys like if Cena actually wrestling? Do these guys get? You have to get in shape to do this stuff again. You can't mm. just like not do it for like a year or two and then just jump back in, right? What about? Uh, no, you're you're very right. Yeah, yeah. and um, but he's he's in good shape. Batista, yeah, yeah he can start training. He can get that ring rust off. Yeah. Uh, what about just come back in the rumble what about Batista and Randy versus Judgment Day right okay right yeah okay like yeah. Randy will be if Randy is coming back like he'll be in good shape yeah so he can like you know run apparently run he's stuff. got big good yeah sick hanging out him and big B- Dave Batista yeah. damn cool yeah I don't see I don't really know if that's gonna happen but like yeah why not uh, we we went in on the rock Wrestlemania chat on Sunday already. It's going to be the best Wrestlemania ever. Yeah. Wrestlemania 40 in Philly. We'll yeah. Have Rock, we'll have Cena, we'll Punk. have Punk, we'll have Batista, we'll have Austin. What's Triple H saying these days? How's that like? Yeah, how's that heart? Heart? Oh, fuck. Not as like, yeah. I, I just keep thinking of his quad. Sorry. sorry, Rick wrestled with a pacemaker when he was like 80. Or yeah, how old is Ric Flair? He's old. He's like 100. But yeah. He's the last guy to wrestle. I, did you see this meme? It's like Ric Flair is technically the last member of Evolution to have a match. That's fucked. <laughs> I mean, Randy better come back. Randy will, yeah. Um, wow, insane. that match was after Randy got injured? I, I guess. I don't Damn. know. Okay. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, I reckon. Like, he doesn't have that those boardroom meetings anymore, does he? Triple Randy? H? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, Triple H won't wrestle again. Yeah. Sean could, though. Hmm. He needs to rectify that. Yeah. I won't let it go. Can't let that one go. I just I can't with the hair anymore. It's like no as soon he as he has I hair that, now though, right? I know, but just like I can't. Can he can he like wear the hat the whole match? <laughs> like <laughs> in the video game. Yeah, just yeah. take it to your head. It's fine. You'll look great. Uh maybe these guys will come back one day. Uh it's maybe Batista wants to come back, not because he saw The Rock and Cena showing up, but maybe uh, Batista was watching ABC News today when they covered the DDT bullet train match. Uh, was that on the news today? I mean, I've seen the clips. The from clips it, yeah. of it have been shared all over uh, the internet because, yeah, uh, who was it? Suzuki was in this match. I forget who he's fighting, but Kenta Kenta Kabashi shows up. He's he's just sitting on the bullet train. Of course, this the clips I saw of this were absolutely mental. So I'm hoping that somewhere, shape, or form, I can find it in full before this Sunday to kind of chat about it because the match seems. As DDT ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I got to see this. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't heard that this match was happening. Oh, yeah. The poster of it. When I started watching it, I thought they were on a plane. Oh, my God. That's the next one. Oh, that's the next one. Yeah. Yeah. We've done the boats. Yeah. (laughs) Planes, trains, and automobiles. Wow. Holy. This this I'm sure people will bring up the, what was it? Was it Brock and Kurt who had the... Fighting on a plane? The fight on the plane. Right. I mean, a few people had... And then I think, was it Kurt and... Curtain Vince, Vince yeah. and then Undertaker woke up and just choked out Angle. There's a few ones. Yeah. Kurt just gets people just get want to fight on trans, modes of transportation, and this this seems pretty cool. I, I love the movie Bullet Train, but mm. also like 
imagine being live at this show. Like, imagine you're just a, a random person just trying to get to work, and these two are. I'm assuming they bought out the like the coach to do this. Oh, thing. I would think so. I don't think they're I, that I think mental. He's probably paying. Yeah, yeah. To see this match, yeah. <laughs> Looked great, so can't uh, wait to watch it. I do have the the Dave quote here, Batista. Okay. I had my retirement match against my mentor, my buddy Triple H. It was perfect. Yeah. But right now my schedule is open. And if WWE calls me and has something in mind, I'm sure we could do something. If he thought that match was perfect. You know what? Uh, I love that match. That's the nose ring match, right? Nose ring match. I just pretend the first 10, 15 minutes didn't happen. Like and then it's out, a really when good... When he fell out the car? It's, yeah, yeah. It's his entrance, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Evolution. So that match, being there live was really yeah. nice. It was such a terrible match, but I love that match. The nose ring. It's fun. It was fun. Yeah, Batista should be booked like how AEW books their like legends kind of thing. Like, come in, work like you said, Randy. Like, do a Randy, and mm. I don't know who else he would be like teaming with, but I'm sure there's well, like a sting run. Just do tags. And- yeah, just do that kind of stuff, mentor kind of thing, mm. and and then help some get someone else over or something. Just but. all you need to do is hit the Batista bomb. Yeah, if you spine buster. Even. Yeah, yeah, and you're good. So, who wants to see Batista back? I know Marcotte does. I saw a blue Tista in the in the store the other day. Oh yeah, they still sell them. Nice. The <laughs> team with blue cane. Uh, yeah, yeah. Patent GCW, pending. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that guy still still kicking around, or yeah. has he been beaten? No, by I think he's. Uh, I think he's like. I, he's doing GCW or Oliver some. or something on GCW. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, sick. They're doing some. We, you know, we were just in Germany, but GCW's doing shows over there. That would be pretty fun to 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 like if people well, were well, there. Yeah, WXW. I, I guess I'm not sure right. actually. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, what's what else has been going on? I'm trying to think. Um, I mentioned that uh, some people said Randy Orton were spotted at the PC, so that's why we're kind of wondering maybe uh, he's he's coming back for something. But there was a few other people. At the PC as well, including this whole like tryouts week of of like indie talent that WWE apparently are bringing in and uh, came in for like tryouts. And some notable names were I didn't know that Finley had yet another kid. I yeah, I didn't realize that. Who also is white and likes to wear studded leather jackets, huh. just like what's David Finley? David Finley, uh, Brogan Finley, Brogan. Yeah, uh, that's the guy from. Uh... Auntie no, Donner, that's Broden. Yeah, Broden. I was gonna say people give Braden shit all the time, like my name shit. But then I hear a name named Brogan. I'm like, fuck, this guy's gonna have it rough, man. <laughs> uh, Brogan Finley. Uh, another one I recognized was. Oh yeah, he looks like oh. Severus Snape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richard Holiday seems uh, one of the names. Pe- a lot okay. of people were like, hey, that's pretty cool. I believe he did stuff with. Yeah, I, I kind of saw his stuff in MLW during the pandemic when I was writing reports for Post, and he's good. Like he's yeah, yeah uh, good on the mic. Um, yeah, he could he could be a good fit. Uh, some people I recognize. You know, I'm a big women of wrestling. Wow, fan. Uh, Jasmine Allure, whose real name, I guess, is Damaris Largo. She's someone right away. I was like, oh, this person could be a huge star in wrestling. And at a super young age, I think she will be signed by WWE uh, right away. Haley James, Holly, Holly Hood. I told you about the, the truckers. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> this, is one, this is the daughter, Got mother you. trucker. So I'm, I'm also kind of cool to see her. She's been recently featured on that OVW Wrestlers Netflix documentary, which I haven't checked out, but I... I watch a lot of wrestling. I, I'm not speaking for you, but like I watch a lot of wrestling. I don't know if I need to watch another 
documentary about wrestling, but I will check it out eventually. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious to at least watch the first episode or something. Yeah. I said, I've got the next couple of days off, so maybe I'll go. throw it on and can yeah. talk about it on Sunday. But yeah, uh, lots of lots of other names uh, that are... Awesome. A lot of these sound like NXT names already. I mean, Brogan Finley. Brogan I, hope, Finley. I hope they do change that. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Demar- what was it? Demaris Largo. But she does go by Jasmine Allure or Gen Z okay, on, uh, right. on WoW. But yeah, uh, a few other people there. So yeah, uh, signing some, some young indie talent, uh, WWE seems to be doing, which is pretty cool because I'm sure we'll be seeing some pop up on what we have the breakout tournament mm-hmm. for uh, NXT, the women's side, and maybe they'll bring the men's side over and we'll see some some fresh faces show up here to the performance center and yeah. nxt which is pretty cool uh it's it, it's fun seeing like new classes of people that come in and see what works and what doesn't especially when me and you we do up next doing this for so long like guys like la Knight. when we were watching him you were saying like that remember we were watching him fight grimes and then now he's like one of the biggest oh, yeah. reactions and stars it's just Sometimes it works out for these people through here. And that guy's been doing it way before NXT, but like... Definitely. And I I feel there's... You definitely have these kind of classes come and go. But you look and there have been so many successes. We're talking about, you know, 2014 NXT on Was Next at the moment. And majority of that cast we're talking about are main roster... Featured main rostered people today. You know, like your Sammys and... Well, some are in AEW as well at this point. Yeah. um yeah it's it's i like the breakout tournament yeah see who's coming who's new and and the way like i would think we get some call-ups sooner than later which we've been thinking for a while but hasn't happened too much but they are integrating things differently Mm. so it is pretty pretty good wwe's doing some good it's all that it's all that triple h Mm. it's a good lad should we talk about tonight's nxt let's do it nxt from tuesday september 19th 2023 uh, September is already almost done. Can you believe that? Yeah, I know. Things I've got to rent, you know, again soon. Wake me up mm. when September ends. We start with a recap of last week when Becky Lynch won the NXT Women's Championship from Tiffany Stratton and kind of repackage, reshows this whole thing and recaps everything. And out comes the new champ, Becky Lynch, wearing some big old sunglasses. I like Becky Lynch, but she also wears sunglasses inside and that's something that we preach oh yeah and practice she i felt she's a little toned down though on nxt compared to some of the outrageous outfits we see on raw which is good yeah i didn't necessarily like the one with fingers okay yeah Yeah, yeah, it looked like a butthole yeah yeah uh i like these ones i like me some crazy glasses don't go to kensington yeah right you know i went we i've literally been to a few countries and i couldn't find good glasses and i went to kensington and he had the greatest selection and i said to him i'm like i've I've been to a few different countries the last few weeks but i came back home to get (laughs) shitty sunglasses for a ten dollars so he uh appreciated that so yeah kensington market in toronto for your all your sunglasses becky you ever come to toronto you gotta go find a dollarama dollarama i I had backup ones from dollarama yeah so but they just look like fake Really fake Ray Bans, <laughs> but you don't write Ray Ban on it. No, 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 it's just no, their yeah. own glasses. Yeah, yeah. And if I lo- like lose them or break them, I don't feel as bad no. as like five hundred dollars for a pair. Well, Becky's probably costed that. She comes out. The man is here. She has the title and her microphone. She says, "Here comes the man," and uh, the man has come around. And it doesn't matter who the name. And she starts to list off some people, including Gigi, Thea, Roxanne, and a few others, and says. 
and and starts rhyming their names with like how, ways she's gonna beat she them. She became Doctor Zeus. Here. Yeah, everyone loves the acclaimed. <laughs> she's just rapping here. I it was it was more like children's story. Doctor Zeus, enough. cat in the hat. Yeah. Than, than rapping. I'd yeah, say. Becky's got bars. Someone's got to put this over a beat. Uh, she then says that uh, she's going to be here a while and she basically is rhyming all these different things, rhymes big time Bex. And then she basically says that she wouldn't be here, though, if it wasn't for all of you. And thanks the fans for following and supporting. And she then starts to give um, Tiffany like her, her due here and kind of says that like Tiffany did bring it and brought it last week. But that's when Tiffany Stratton comes out here tonight and uh, – she says, like, you're the man, but I am Tiffany Stratton. And she's getting a huge booze here from uh, the crowd at the PC. She says that you are a, a future Hall of Famer, but I'm the future of WWE. And she says she wants her rematch round two tonight. And Becky says, oh, I, I thought you'd want a rematch. And like I'm, I said, I'll give, you, I'll give you that rematch. And then Tiffany kind of backtracks and, and calls the fans losers and says, no, actually, I want a bigger stage. California, no mercy. So it looks like this match is set. Becky then says, uh, "You got the t- the rocket strapped to you, and you get it entitled just like everyone else here in NXT. But you need to be hungrier." And Becky says, uh, "You're a better fighter than you are talker. You want to go talk for talk? Well, let's go punch for punch." And then they start getting in a huge fight here. Uh, as um, what is it? Uh, Kiana James. Kiana James comes out and kind of gives Tiff the upper hand and kind of beats on Becky Lynch here. So uh, Tiffany and Kiana getting the the best of these two, which then later will something else will happen that sets up a match. But yeah, we, now we know our no mercy match is pretty much set and we'll learn a little bit even more about it later. But what'd you think of this? Yeah. I mean, I think we, we kind of saw this is probably where they're going for no mercy, but uh, that's a big match that teamed with Mello versus Ilya uh, that show really has my interest. Uh, I didn't particularly like the poem from Becky. I yeah. thought it was a bit cheesy and didn't make her seem particularly cool. Uh, but then when Tiff came out, I thought Tiff was holding her own against her. Um, and I quite liked her line where she said, um, you've come down here because you're tired going to retirement homes, finding Hall of Famers to fight. Damn. Relluding to her, like Trish Strat's feud. Um, but yeah, I thought this... I thought this was a good idea starting the show with this. Anyone who was who watched last week who was interested, coming back to the main main character at the moment, Becky Lynch, Tiffany Stratton, we saw them like face in the ring last week, and now we're kind of seeing them verbally spar as well. And I, I thought uh, Tiffany showed up again. Yeah, I, I think they. I, I didn't necessarily like the rhyming or the rapping of Becky Becky Lynch, but I do. I really liked the match last week, and uh, I've been loving Becky Lynch on this run, and I'm I'm excited for uh, the match at No Mercy. Uh, we then go to Tony D and Stax backstage. They're looking at photos of all the other tag team uh, contenders, and they say, we got to pick a team, and then we're going to do what we do best. What's that? Eat! Of course. They then uh, say they're going to call Uncle Cesare to make and cook up that famous tortellini. You know, the one with the shrimp. Ah, stop, Tony. You're making me hungry. This is like night and day of Tony Soprano and Christopher yeah. from Sopranos here. And they then start looking at the photos. They see the creeds and they're like, oh, uh, 
The Creeds, yeah, they're hungry. Everyone's just hungry. The first like 15 minutes of NXT, I've heard the word hungry like five times. They then say, they then look at the team of uh, Gallus and uh, who are those other guys? Uh, Lucy and Price. Lucy and Price and Bronco Nima. Yeah, they're like, oh, these guys, you know, they got something too. So they have to like kind of figure out who's, who's ready to step up to the plate and they got to find out who's hungrier. So they're kind of. Picking, we we were kind of assuming it was going to be a multi. It usually is. It usually is, um, anyways, right? This kind of reminded me of uh, you know on like X Factor or American Idol where the judges have the pictures of all the people they've got yeah. and they're picking who's going to judge's house. It's like oh we've got Bronco Nima and Lucy and Price, right? Oh they're good, but maybe not. Um, I feel NXT's big weakness at the moment is booking the tag division because how many of these feuds have like well not really been feuds it's just been the champs I think we had it with Gallus didn't we everyone just got drunk at the pub with them and to yeah, choose been to have like a match. this for a while yeah it, we haven't really had a big kind of personal feud between two teams over the title we yeah. have Creed Creed have a, a feud with GY uh, Dyad or Ooh. whatever but when it's come to these like like premium live events with the tag division, it just seems to be, yeah, let's throw everyone together. Let's have a, a tournament or let's just pick. Let's go to the pub and drink. Let's have the champs pick by looking at photos. Yeah, like why don't we? you could do the Dusty again. You could do some sort of tournament. You could just do a tag team goes, hey, we're on a streak. We want titles and that's it. Instead, they just kind of are lazy. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they've been like that for a while. And like, even the creeds before that, there was such, there's so much silliness with the, the different teams and stuff. So it's, it is kind of odd that they just keep doing this. I'm sure any of the, like, I don't know what team they do choose or if it is multi man, but like, yeah, just kind of weird that the tag division seems not really, it, it always ends up that way. They, they, and they've got plenty of teams, but it just, yeah. Um, I don't like just the champ just chooses who they're facing. Like, Want something a bit more personal. Uh, well, the tortellini with shrimp sounds good. Mm. Ilya Dragunov is backstage with Mackenzie, and he's wa- rocking a black suit and a gold tie, looking fresh. He's asked about his match with Carmelo Hayes and the NXT title, and he says, At no mercy, I finish what I started, and this time the Mad Dragon will get the gold. And that's when Becky Lynch walks in and says, Sorry, but like, hey, if you're done this interview, I need to take over. And he goes, Yeah, go for it. And she looks at the camera and says, Tiff, Kiana, you two dopes. You didn't have to jump me if you wanted a match. So I'll take on the two of yous tonight. So she is open challenge, handicap match, Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton and Kiana James later tonight. I like this. I like whenever you have someone sort of fired up and they go to the commentary desk and just take the headset yeah. off and say, and this was like the equivalent of that. Like she was worked up from the opening segment from being attacked and yeah she wants that match so i i kind of like the bleeding of the segments here i, I did too and I, I think she comes off better more serious than rhyming before mm, so yeah. i like a serious becky kelly kincaid is at the meta four lounge and this time all of them are not on on a safari they are now uh the metaphor matrix mm. so the whole uh lounge has like the matrix colors and the like blue uh, gr- sorry green over black they're all dressed really current right yes yes uh <laughs> maybe they're big fans of the matrix four 
I don't know. I mean, we no don't. Yeah, no, I don't. I didn't even see that one. So. Even that was a couple of years ago now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Probably. I watched it during the pandemic. You watched it? Oh, how yeah. was it? Bad. Oh, okay. It's not good. I, <laughs> I didn't understand it. Neil Patrick Harris was there. I I didn't understand quite why they were. That was this thing. Morpheus that, was a different Morpheus. I, I meant this segment. Yeah, I didn't oh. know why they were dressed like that. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Don't get me started on Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> you really hate the Matrix. Four. We were we reviewed the Matrix one before. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Matrix one Matrix is awesome. One's great. I actually don't mind two. They're okay, but I, I can't say I've watched the latest one. But I'm not caught up on John Wick either. That would have been easier. But I guess the, I guess the costumes. I don't know why they're dressed up like this, yeah. but they are. Uh, which then leads to even something more confusing, which is Noam Dar's. Keanu Reeves impression? Yeah. I don't know what this was, but, uh, you know, Keanu Reeves, uh, certified, I'm going to say Torontonian, but Canadian here. Uh, I don't think this sounded like him at all. He was, like, way off. It's like when I tried to do an Irish person, but I oh, sound yeah. like it a was, Jamaican. It was just like, uh, it was more like a trailer voice. Like a deep doing, wasn't voice. It? Like this summer, that kind of thing. But he was doing the Neo lines, like the red pill and the blue pill. And- well, they're Morpheus's lines. Yeah. But he looks like, yeah, so he had the hair like he's wearing the black coats. Yeah, the others are wearing like the leather black coats. Like again, think of the Matrix one. Mm. And yeah, uh, I've like I've seen some good Keanu Reeves impression. You just need to go whoa. But uh, like he's Scottish, remember? Like it's yeah, a yeah. harder to like he did sound like more of just a deep voice American guy. Mm. But yeah, uh, this was odd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I was watching this. I love these guys. These guys are great. So I, I do give it a pass because they're ridiculous and they're trolls. So yeah. I guess that they got enough. Under- it's just that thing. There'll be <laughs> someone else next week. Yeah. I, which I like. So keep doing it is what I'm just. This one was odd. So who could they be? Next I mean, week? like I was scratching my head the other week when Chris Statlander came out as Zoolander. I'm like, OK, I, what am I missing here? Why is she dressed like that? This is from oh, 2001. Yeah. Which she she eventually got the Ben Stiller tweet reply, so that that's oh, okay. Nice. But yeah, whatever from two thousand and one or whatever is popular again. So just bring it back into wrestling and I guess more so. of that. Is that where we're at? Like, like that's what's retro. Two thousand one. Oh my god, Jeez. what's gonna come back? Pokemon. Pokemon probably, never really went away. No, it's still massive. Yeah, yeah still huge. Uh, so yeah, the Matrix Four. He's got the red pill and. Uh, yeah, he's he's then interrupted because uh, someone makes their entrance. Is it Tyler Bate makes his entrance? So he's like, ah, oh, you. Yeah, because they're there to watch the uh, the tournament. The tournament. Well, when we come back from break, though, Trick Williams and Dirty Dom are backstage. Dom approaches him. I mean, and Dom says, "Hey, I know how you feel, Trick, living in the shadow of someone else, like me and my deadbeat dad, <laughs> and you and Carmelo." Trick says, man, I never was in the shadow of anyone. And plus, look at me. I don't fit inside a shadow. And Dom says, yeah, well, sometimes you need to think about yourself. And maybe one day you can shine like me. And Trick says, nothing and no one can drive a wedge between me and Mellow Gang. I find it quite funny because there's sort of been this story on Raw where, like, I think it's Finn wants to bring JD McDonough into Judgment Day. But they're like, ah, when... We're not sure. We're not, we're not sure about that. We're not sure about him. Yeah. And he's trying to prove himself. Meanwhile, they're trying trying to recruit Jay. They're trying to recruit Jimmy. Everyone. They're trying to recruit uh, Trick Williams. It's NWO JD's 2000. probably there like, come on, guy. It's, <laughs> it's like when uh, 
what was that? Where's Lee doing his open challenge for everyone except right. Dragon Lee? Yeah, He's yeah. He's like, nah, it's just you can't have it. <laughs> no, Axiom. Axiom, that's it. <laughs> Axiom's like, hey, can I get a shot at that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get at the end of the line. Yeah. Anyways, who's next? Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Yeah, yeah, me. No, no, no. Anyone else? Please. Who wants this? Yeah, it, that's, that's but true. But they're definitely... Uh, they're, they're playing this story with everyone's planting the seed in Trick's right. head that, like, he's in the shadow, that their friendship could be coming to an end and all that. So Maybe it gets to him. Maybe he costs Mello the title. Yeah, it could be. I, I could see him trying to help and it going the other way exactly. this match. Yeah, the other way, like the opposite match. Mm. Well, we go to the next match, which I got to say is awesome. So go cherry pick it and find it. Would recommend, which is... Butch versus Tyler Bate. But to me, this is Pete. I almost said Pete Davidson. Pete. <laughs> wait, what's his name? Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Bruiserweight versus Tyler Bate. A rematch. Uh, well, I'm sure they fought a few times. But as we kind of mentioned last week, that famous. Takeover Chicago. Yeah. And the, the finals of the NXT UK Championship. Yes. Tournament. Yes. So these two are no strangers to each other. British strong style mates. And here they are one-on-one in this North American, no, sorry, the Heritage Cup Mm. worldwide tournament. It starts off with the crowd really hot for both guys, but Channing break his fingers and Butch takes that to heart. (laughs) Just knees, bait, drops him down and starts breaking his fingers, starts, what did he do? Break your fingers. <laughs> it's been a minute. Since yeah, it has it. been a while. He starts to bend them and like just all the joint manipulation here uh, and then just starts attacking them. Bait fires back with his huge snap head scissors here, similar to uh, Ricky the Dragon here. Uh, then they start to just slap the hell out of each other. It cuts back to this like viewing room where all these guys are watching the TV screen and they're reacting. Uh, a huge superplex that's like stalling deadlift from Bait before a commercial break. When we come back, it's uh, Pete Dunne with who's just slugging him and, and crushing him but ends up getting a shooting star to like the the knees, the back of uh, the butt essentially and then a deadlift from Bait which was really impressive. Uh, and then uh, he gets... Like out the triangle hold, right? Yeah. Well, no. Then he hits... Sorry. He, he like... Does his shooting star to the back of Dunn, but then while he lands, he then grabs him and deadlifts him. Mm. And then he gets put in a triangle and then deadlifts him to powerbomb him, which is very impressive. Uh, there's then a, a brain buster, an airplane spin. There's a huge, like, yeah, this dragon. was we, we see him do the airplane spin. Yeah. Normally, he just sort of dumps him after, but this he he did it into the brain buster, which looked awesome. Yeah, this one looked like it could be his finisher. This was pretty nasty, but but. Uh, Butch kicks out of this. There's like, a, I don't know if it was like a snapdragon or like a, a overhead German, but just nasty on to Butch here. But again, a kick out. There's then a Butch driver 97, which essentially steals Tyler's move here, but Tyler kicks out of that. And then. And this is all happening because it's only a 12 minute time. Right. Limit, so they've said two minutes left on the clock and now they're just hitting each other's finishes. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Bate counters the bitter end just like their old match from that takeover into a huge DDT for a two count. Then he hits the bitter end onto Butch, but Butch kicks out of that. There's 60 seconds left. There's the spiral tap, but the knees are up. There's a bitter end by Butch, but Bate kicks out. There's a bitter end again, but Butch kicks out of like, sorry, sorry it's, it's uh the like the recliner no the sorry the better end the better end so it was like a like a Steiner the, the, screwdriver 
It was the uh, the pump handle that he uses for the bitter end, but turned into like the fire, fire thunder, thunder driver. Rikishi driver. Yeah. yeah, this move is awesome. Uh, and that is enough to put Tyler Bate away. In I'd say this match was awesome, but the last like two minutes were just nonstop. So, and this is where like the the drama of the time limit is pretty exciting because you had the kick out from the bitter end with about 30 seconds left on the clock. And yeah. you're going, oh, it's going to be a tie again. And then just pulls out this super finisher, which I find it interesting that like the sit out pile driver is still banned in WWE, but we have destroyers and like bitter ends into pile drivers and stuff. Yeah. It's- if if he's doing this, then that means Braun can finally do the Steiner screwdriver. Like similar moves. So, yeah. Right. So yeah. Um but I, I thought this was really good. I love that not only stealing each other's finishers, but stealing you know, Bate doing the finger-breaking, Dunn doing the bop and bang. And I think, considering some of these, like, 12-minute matches have been really fun having it as a sprint, but when it's a match like this, where you've seen them have the the longer kind of 20 minutes on a takeover, and factoring that you're going to have a commercial break in there, you're going to feel a bit shortchanged. But I, I think they work to the clock so well and manage to have, kind of make it a bit of a, like a, a little epic within the short space of time. Uh, I, I thought this was really entertaining. Yeah, this was great. Easily uh, the match of the night on this show, like I said, I would definitely recommend watching it. But I, I love Pete Dunne. I love Tyler Bate. And I was a huge fan of when we did get those matches in, in NXT and NXT UK. And kind of funny that we're still just seeing them here on NXT. And I'm kind of wondering, like, would these guys ever really be able to do this on the main roster? I know, obviously, Butch is on the main roster, but he's not doing too much if he's coming down here and, and stuff. But I, I I'd still say love he's him. in a, a good, he's in a like pretty popular featured act. Yeah. Um, but being able to come down here to kind of have the better matches, I, I'd say he's in a better position than bait. Who's yeah. definitely just been floating around in NXT world forever. Um, done. I do. I have seen a bit more of an evolution with him. Whereas bait is, He's the one I worry about on main roster more so than Dunn. I, I love think. Pete Dunn, man. He's he's so awesome, and I I think he hasn't even gotten to shine properly yet on the main yeah. roster. But his time definitely will come. Love this match. Uh, brought me back to their their older matches, which I was a huge fan of. But anybody who hits a fire thunder driver, it's my favorite. I always pick this mm. move as as some of my finishers. What did I call mine? The drill white claw. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of the coolest. Anytime you hit someone like that, it looks like it's a finisher. So. Kind of really like that. Malik Black in the uh, in the YouTube has just super chatted us, saying Noam Dar's going to risk it all for Jade to join. <laughs> That'd be a good segment, I'm mm. sure. Uh, she she's going to need a new lawyer for on screen, right? She always had Sterling. Who, do we, who do we have? Who are the managers? Mister Stone. <laughs> Mister Stone. Yeah, it's pretty much interchangeable in, in NXT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, main roster. Who you got? The wise man, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. <laughs> yeah, all right. I, she doesn't need a mouthpiece, though. That's like, she, no. she never needed a mouthpiece. But they right? always put it, she had Bivens. She had yeah, they Stein. always put her with someone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't even know if she goes to NXT. I don't think she does. Yeah, I think she'd go right to main roster. Uh, we get a, uh, hey, someone else in the chat, R. Ryan, saying Rob Stone left Von Wagner in the medical facility. Yes, did you see? 
I know you saw. I'm just posing away as he's. Rob Stone put out a tweet saying Vaughn's okay. Saw Vaughn, not good. He appreciates the well wishes, but he's like a model walking out. Yeah, serious stuff. Love it. I do hope Vaughn is okay. Me too. Vaughn's got to come. I'm serious. Yeah, Vaughn's gonna come back at No Mercy and table everyone. One hundred percent. Somebody's gonna get tabled. We go next to ACS. Is this a store? I get what a shop. Yeah. Is this a shop here? We're going to have to get Ron on the case, who, yeah. who did find the trees last week. <laughs> yes, that can mean two different things. But no, uh, Ron is this listener on Twitter who always sends us all the places that we find in NXT land. So the Monopoly board of NXT, we have like all the different places. And last week, I joked about uh, Eddie Thorpe's tree getting whipped. And uh, Ron... I need you to find where this ACS is in uh, Florida. Or are you looking it up now? Is it, a, is it a store somewhere? I found ACS Clothing Limited. Because we, we see JC Jane and Thea Hale, and they're going shopping. Get in, bitches. We're going shopping. Mm. And that's what's happening here today. Uh, they had one opportunity to do that joke, and they didn't. Uh, they are trying on clothes for Thea. She's a new a new woman here. And it's basically her trying on all these what more adult clothing things? Not not adult like that, but like she's. Well, she's she, only ju- she's, she's only, only worn owns Chase U clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. So she's wearing like actual like outfits, and JC's like, oh, more leather. And then finally, she says, "That's the one." But we kind of don't see like what she's wearing, and they say next she's gonna wear it out next week, and we're gonna see the new and improved Thea Hale. All right. Wow. So JC Jane. So. It's taking Thea Hale shopping. Yeah. So I assume they're going out next week. We're not we're not having her in a match. Well, we saw her out last week, remember, at the not bar? Because <laughs> she's only eighteen or something like nineteen or something like that. Remember? She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So where would they be hanging out? I think I guess the mall again. No, no, I think they I you think, think she's wrestling in this new outfit. She's, I think they come out and talk and cut a promo and okay. she she says I'm done with Chase U and we see basically JC's like, Look, you wanna get ahead? Dress like a. <laughs> that's what she's dressed. No, Jace you. Jace you. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's so bad. <laughs> that's what she should. JC better make Absolutely. that joke. JC Jane, you better make that joke next week. But yeah, uh, basically she's she's gonna dress more provocative. I mm. think she's gonna turn her heel. Black, Black lipstick. lipstick. Start smoking. Yeah, you know all the, the evil girl things. Can't wait. We get a commercial for the legacy WWE legacy titles. Have you seen these? The sports teams titles? Yeah, the the NFL titles. So is it true that the that the Panthers pulled theirs? <laughs> AEW? Jaguars. <laughs> Jaguars, sorry. Uh I heard something sports. about that that like or that they at least haven't shown it on the advertising. Right. Anymore. They did not. I uh, noticed they did not. But I'll I'll have a little look. But maybe I was looking for Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> This post-wrestling podcast is brought to you by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Financial literacy can be daunting, but it's one of the most valuable things you can equip yourself with. On NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, their trusted financial journalists offer easily digestible, conversational discussions on topics like balancing your portfolio. If you think an ETF is one of Cena's five moves of doom, this show might be for you. Planning for your tax bills this April, so you don't have to worry about a visit from Erwin R. Scheister. And putting away more money for retirement. Because unlike most wrestlers at the end of their careers, most of us should only plan on retiring once. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. 
We go to our next match. It is the uh, the other side of the bracket for the Heritage Cup tournament featuring Joe Coffey taking on Duke Hudson. Now, Duke has uh, been been saying that he could be the spoiler here, the bracket spoiler, and make it a three-way if he gets in here. We saw him with earlier just briefly before the commercial with Chase you getting him all hyped up and ready for this match. Yeah, they literally have them all except for Jaguars. That's the only team they don't have on the site. what I can see. Wow. We should get one. Yeah. Ooh, get a Miami Dolphins one. Uh, Joe Coffey, Duke Hudson. This match starts off with... Duke hitting this impressive running Rana. We don't see the big six five jumping that 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 fra- like that agile. Mm. Really looked really good, really good. Uh, Coffee though comes back and starts putting the boots down to him. He's got the Gallus lads ringside who are keep trying to swipe at the feet of him wearing their uh, footy jerseys. Oh, yeah. Um, there's then a huge uh, German suplex from Joe Coffee as he continues to get near falls. He goes for the best of the bells, but it's blocked. He actually he hits this headbutt running move, which looked kind of weird. It's I don't know if it's like a double palm strike or a headbutt, but it it doesn't look good. And he hit it twice tonight. And I compared to like Ilya's torpedo Moscow, where a lot of the time it looks like he's just colliding his head with the other guy. Yeah, this one's weird. This didn't look particularly good. Well, he goes then for the best of the bells, but Duke counters it and rolls him up, stacking him with a one two three, and the bracket is busted by mm. the MVP. Duke Hudson, which now means it's going to be a triple threat match to determine the winner of this side of the bracket. There's 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 so many brackets and matches all leading up for a Heritage Cup match oh, here, yeah. which uh, it cuts to Kelly Kincaid backstage. Well, I uh, sorry, I um, I'm lost. <laughs> no, it's good. We didn't talk about the match. So, okay, I, I, I just wanted to say because we we learned that now the triple threat happens later on. So we basically do get to yeah. see this because. Yeah, I think it was kind of obvious we were going to go that way when Duke said last week that he could play spoiler. I think the fact that they've planted that idea in your head kind of tipped that they were going this way. Uh, I'm enjoying Duke though. I think in ring as well, I'm enjoying him more and more. This kind of sort of, you know, 80s larger than life throwback character, but can do some pretty athletic stuff for a big man as well. And I think he showcases that later in the triple threat. But uh, yeah, uh, Joe Coffey not completely doing it for me, I've got to be honest. Yeah, didn't didn't care for this too much, but obviously I guess it was set up to, it was there to set up something for later. Uh, Kelly's with Nathan Frazier and he says, let's freaking go. And he says, uh, I'll, I'll beat both of them. And then they go, actually... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have that match tonight. The triple threat. They go through the points, and he says it's all fair, and uh, I'm gonna win this thing. I hate this guy so much. Nathan Fraser. No, he's so annoying. He's so lame. Yeah, I such do, a dork. I do not find him very like like he's got nothing really behind him. I can't. He's the the nerdy. He's exciting in ring. But yeah, just, yeah. I I can't stand whenever I'm hearing him talk. Let's freaking go. Oh, I mean Seth, right? Yeah. When Duke later says let's. And go so yeah, Mr. Stone. I mentioned the the Vaughn thing. Uh, poor him. But then we go to our next match: Roxanne Perez taking on Lola Vice. Mm. Uh, Lola kind of new here to the WWE with the whole MMA background, and finally, for me at least, getting to kind of show that off. But Roxanne, no slouch either with some technical wrestling and mat based stuff. 
Locks in a European clutch pinning combination really early in this for a near fall. Which yeah, it was a really nice counter into it. Lola counters it into a chokehold showing the MMA and then they kind of counter for counter, which was very technical and, and pretty good. Uh, Lola then does the Pentagon arm breaker spot, which I love the spot, but if it's not breaking your arm, then what does it really do? Yeah, and it, it didn't look quite as devastating with her. Not Because she sort of <laughs> let go pretty early. Uh, but no, I'm with you. Yeah. I to an extent, I feel the same about the finger snap. You're breaking their fingers, and it, it's never like they're selling it the next week that their fingers are broken. Yeah, yeah. Fingers don't heal that quick. Yeah, no, they um, And yeah, same with the arm breaker. I feel it should just be an ending of you. Lola is impressive with submission game, though, like locking in cross faces and headlocks. Uh, Booker T on commentary mentions that she was 4-1 in Bellator here. Uh, Roxy fires off, though, off the top with a Thez press and some punches. She's getting aggressive, but Lola keeps one-upping her. Eventually, it's submission, counter for counter for counter, but finally, Roxanne getting a roll-up for the 1-2-3 and kind of escapes there uh, with Lola leaving kind of pissed off that Roxy just beat her by like a a hair here. But yeah, obviously, Perez we've seen in, in press before, but this for me was like, oh, Lola Vice is... Not just a pretty face here. She is uh, a real like wrestler. I- I'm getting some of the the wrestling vibes and the mixed martial arts coming out for sure. So, kind of kind of could see them putting a lot of steam behind her in the future. Yeah, I thought they did a really good job with this match in Roxanne just allowing Lola Vice to showcase what she can do. Uh, Roxanne really didn't have much in this at all. It was a very dominant match from Lola, but it's that kind of you know, the smarter wrestler just catching them with a, a roll-up for the win. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was really giving to Lola, and, and she did look good. Yeah, I could definitely see uh, some more from her down the line. Uh, we we are going to Dirty Dom versus Carmelo Hayes next, which I was shocked that it wasn't mm. the main event, which will be the Becky spot. But when we come back, we see Eddie Thorpe, who's really pissed off at Dijak. And we see Eddie is now in the woods and he goes to his tree and the sacred tree. And we see flashbacks of just Dijak fighting it, whipping, whipping it. it. It's like dazed and confused with the paddle. Mm. Yeah. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, and then the laugh, too. They like slow-mo Dijak laughing. It's just great. Uh, he says, Dijak, you want me to embrace my viciousness, my wild side? Is that the buttons you, buttons you are trying to, to push? Well... You want to call me a savage? Well, perhaps there is one inside of me. He says, you insulted my culture. My land is sacred to me. And then he goes into a bag and says, you wanted to get get like this? Well, we're going to have a match. But it's not going to be any match. It's going to be a strap match. So he's challenging him to this match, which is now official for... Not No Mercy, but next week on TV. Yeah, I was, I was kind of surprised, especially when they announced the gimmick that this wasn't going to be at the PLE. Um, I, I actually quite like this from Eddie. I, I thought it was pretty goofy last week, the whipping yeah, of the oh, tree. Yeah. But I actually thought they, like, Eddie's verbiage here, He, I got the sense he was kind of, without it getting to a, like, a fight on race, kind of calling out Dijak for being racist right he's like why won't you say it you're basically you're calling me a savage you just won't say that word yeah and i think that's talking about him from his like his roots and all this and the fact that he kind of 
completely disrespected his culture and everything. Yeah, it's goofy, he's whipping a tree, but yeah. it's the act of what that tree represents. So I thought Eddie made this, took something that was quite goofy and actually made it quite serious and something legit why he wants to fight this guy. And we kind of thought maybe this would be a strap match last week and I'm for it. I think it could be good. I mean, strap matches are popular right now. Mm. Off the Ricky Starks Danielson one. Yeah, this this sounds pretty good. I thought he sounded really good here and makes it a bit more sense. I, I think it was silly last week, but it makes more sense the... The words he used, he sounded fired up. So mm. it's it's pretty good. I, I think he stepped up. I need to see him step up in the wrestling. He needs to be a bit more exciting in the ring. So in a strap match, I'm hoping... He had it with, in the fight pit or yeah. whatever, the blood sport, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think this is the match that could get it from him. Yeah, this could be pretty good. And I, I would have said it should have been on the pay-per-view, but uh, mm. we're getting it next week for free. So yeah. definitely looking forward to this one. We go. We did get the Royal Rumble commercial as well. Oh yes, Tampa. Yes, and you're going. Uh, I think so. I okay. Think so I did. It said go to WWE.com now for pre-sale information, and I went on there, and I imagine a lot of people went on at the same time because it was just completely hushed. Oh, damn. Yeah. All right, Royal Rumble people. I heard that they're going to Tampa for WrestleMania then in a few years too. Okay. That's part of some like deal, maybe a new stadium or something. But this is the stadium. For the last one. WrestleMania, right? Well, they they had it during they had it cancelled during the pandemic, and it was in the PC. Yeah. And then they had it the next year, but it was only like half capacity. Oh, because right. Of restrictions and things. I was gonna say they did do it. So there. they did do it there, oh, but they yeah. haven't had their proper, you know, okay. like full tourism and sure. full stadium and all that. Yeah. All right. Royal Rumble. It, then it's then it's WrestleMania season, people. Uh, Roxanne walks into Becky Lynch's. Locker room here, and Becky's watching TV. And Becky's like, oh, hey, you know, Roxanne, you had a great match there with Lolo. You're looking good. Roxanne says, thanks. You know, I wanted to be just like you and kind of says it's cool to see you here and, and to talk to you and just being in the same presence and says, hey, you know, uh, I noticed Tiff and Keanu are kind of up in your space. And if you need a partner, I got your back. Becky says, thanks. I appreciate you. And you are awesome. But... The man's got this all on her own. So, Roxanne's arm did look pretty red here Beat as well. Up. Did you notice? Yeah, like maybe from Lola pretty, getting yeah. submission moves on her and stuff. But yeah, damn. So Becky just looking out for her. It's like, I appreciate it, but you just had a match. Yeah, I don't so. want you getting hurt. Mm. Please, stop. I got this on my own. I'm, I'm from the main roster. Yeah, You don't know what it's like. Well, speaking of main roster, here is Dirty Dom, Dominic Mysterio, Champion versus champion, the North American champion taking on the NXT champion, Carmelo Hayes, one-on-one. When Melo is making his entrance here, Dom attacks him in the ring here and starts to put the boots to him. But Melo gets revenge and the bell is rung and he starts beating up Dom and getting the crowd to boo Dom and get all the reaction. Should be noted, no mommy ringside here. Yeah. No Rhea Ripley here. She's busy. Which which made me think Mello was going to win this, but no. yeah. Uh, there's then a uh, Mello beating down on Dom. There's a fade away for a two count that like leg drop, which looked pretty cool. Eventually hits the satellite face buster for a near fall as they go to commercial. When we come back, Dom is in control and hits the three amigos, but then eventually gets the suplex lift from Mello into the cutter, which is pretty cool. There's then uh, a power bomb to uh, oh sorry the proto bomb, very John Cena esque mm. old days the proto the prototype 
type kind of not quite a blue thunder bomb and not quite the John Cena like it was a counter from something as yeah, well. But yeah. yeah, it was more the Cena kind yeah. of before the five knuckle shuffle. Uh Dom then fires back and gets Mello draped into the ropes, which means the six one nine from the Mr. Mysterio. Uh but then Dom uh, somehow gets thrown to the outside and him and Mello are fighting. And somehow Dom just gets thrown into Ilya Dragunov, who is sitting at the commentary desk. This was like thrown into his face. Oh, man. A lot of the time when you see it, they kind of catch him on their lap and tumble back. This was like right in Ilya's face. Ilya does not care. Something tells me he's like, yeah, do whatever you want. I'll, I'll just eat it. And he did. And if that wasn't enough, he gets up and he's kind of pissed at this. And Dom gets up and gets in his face and slaps Ilya. Well, then... Then Mello throws, yeah. like Dom throws Mello into yeah. him as well. So, so Ilya's just taking Ilya's these just bumps. not even wrestling and just getting fucked up. He's just like, that. yo, screw this. So Ilya then gets in the ring. He's, he turns into a demon. His eyes just get all scary. And he goes into the ring and he just starts attacking Dom here and starts beating him up. He goes for the Torpedo Moscow, but Mello, sorry, it's Dom, but Dom pulls Mello into, in front instead. So it's Mello who ends up taking the headbutt. At leaving leaving Mello down, and Ilya's kind of like, oh, what did I do? And Dom escapes laughing when Dragon Lee shows up to super kick Dom on the ramp and holds up the North American title because uh, Dragon Lee actually has a match with Dom on Monday Night Raw for the North American title, which we'll talk about in a bit. But yeah, what did you think of Champ v. Champ? I, I actually really enjoyed this whole segment. I, I think Dom has really stepped up in ring. Uh, from this match and the match he had with Dragon Lee a few weeks ago, I think he's he's pretty good at taking moves. You know, his offense isn't necessarily the most flashy. Like, obviously, he's just doing like both his dad's moves. But like <laughs> both his dad's. Uh, yeah. But I think he's the way he takes moves. He actually looks pretty good. Um, and the stuff with Ilya on the outside was fun and like looked a little more like. All of this looked a little stiffer than you normally have with these accidentally colliding and hitting each other. I thought, oh, we're going pretty hard. And then having the Dragon Lee super kick at the end, kind of tying it all together with what's happening next week. I I thought it was a really fun segment, the whole thing. Yeah, Dom for me isn't like still, the the wrestling is still okay. But when he works with guys like this, he makes, it looks good. He's good at getting beaten up, Mm. which is great for the heel character he's kind of in now. And Still loving the whole character and can't believe it's just working so well. And people just love it's part of an act. You buy mm. tickets to go boo this guy. It's great for, for what they're trying to do. But uh, here it didn't get to like the normal Carmelo Hayes level matches, but it was all like pretty much setting up stuff for No Mercy and uh, and the, the North American title stuff as well. But yeah, uh, pretty fun. And poor Ilya just getting <laughs> these people thrown into him. Uh, we see Trick Williams is watching this backstage when Joe Gacy, that creepy Joe Gacy, walks in with Young Rock, the pebble. Um, and Gacy says, Trick, look, we can help you. Come with us. Join the schism. And he goes, no, no, no. I'm not into no roots or trees. I've seen this movie before. And Gacy laughs and says, look, Mr. Williams, you're so charismatic. If only Mello took you up on his on your offer, some best friend, huh? As they walk off, so now they're even trying to get into trick mind. Drive a wedge between them. Oh. Uh, Ava Rain isn't good. I don't. Is think she so. just Ava now? Isn't she or Rain? Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> Rain. She's not very good on mic, and uh, 
and now now that Dyad GYV have gone, I think it's time to just reset this act. Yeah, I think so too. You know, like like have a change of character, have like them see the light now they've lost two of their members or or something. It's really ran its course. Now. Yeah, it's, it's like, never been particularly hot anyway, and now you've lost two of them. You're a cult of two. It just doesn't really work, and I'm not interested in them recruiting anyone else. So yeah, just yeah, change it now. Yeah, Gacy doesn't need her to speak for him. No, because he's like weird and preachy and stuff. I think there's something for Gacy eventually. Like the wrestling is is still it's good, just, but it's this is not it, not at all. Yeah, it's been very one note. The whole time, this character hasn't really evolved. Like, he's changed the way he's looked. He's got cool glasses. But, like, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Uh, but this was more to just still drive that, uh, like, wedge between Trick and Mel. This just reminded me, though, because, like, seeing Ava Rain here, The Rock's daughter, show up just reminded me of what I said the other day, which was, like, The Rock comes back not to challenge Roman and not to help his daughter who's in a cult, but just to come back to... Get angry well, at Austin Theory. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I don't know what you do here. Like we have barely seen her wrestle either, and mm. it's not like it's been anything much. So, yeah, not sure what we where we go with this, but it does look like the Dyad lads, the Die lads, GYV are gone, kaputs, yeah. finito. So we will be seeing them uh, somewhere else. It looks like so, which is cool for them. I want to be happy for those guys. I think they could be pretty fun and I'll be supporting them for sure. So there's some, some big dream matches of tag team matches. I'm sure they could sink their teeth into. So all the power to them. So pour one out. They're not quite gone yet. So not yet. Let's not pre -pre prematurely pour one out, Uh, pour one out. But like, I, I do love those guys. Um, so yeah, Joe Gacy and Young Rock need to figure out something else, but Trick Williams is getting scared and paranoid and worried he's going to do something. That he might regret at mm. no mercy. We see Duke with uh, Mr. Chase and Duke saying, wow, that was crazy. Chase says, did you hear that place? It was crazy. Coffee is big as an ox, but it doesn't matter. You're going to win this whole thing. You're going to do it for the people that chase you. You're going to do it for the people of Australia. We're going to do this. And Duke says, let's fucking go. Uh, they bleep it out, but he got the real one. Nathan Frazier, he says freaking. Yeah. This guy. So this is thing. great. Uh, Duke just playing like absolutely exhausted from his first match. And now he's going to wrestle again. And he's like, I just don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to do it. And sure. Chase becoming the motivator again. We haven't seen him for a while because, um, I mean, that that's something they brought up. Thea Hale hasn't been there for Duke's matches right. when he was always there for hers. But I loved it. Like, who's MVP? I am. Who's the spoiler? I am. Uh, I thought it was pretty fun. I, I just am really entertained by these guys. Uh, Duke and Chase definitely always make me laugh. I'm, it's sad about Thea. I hope we get her back. Yeah. Yeah. We go to an alleyway, <laughs> sketchy looking alleyway, where a bunch of guys are up to no good, started making trouble in their neighborhood. They're playing dice. Uh, you ever play dice? Was this a thing in the UK? People play dice out, playing out back? Playing dice. <laughs> playing dominoes. We have dice a game, but yeah, I don't really. Uh, I've seen like Yahtzee. <laughs> you know what Yahtzee's pretty fun this is very guys and dolls here isn't it they've got their secret location and they're just rolling dice money gambling. dice yeah it's a, it's a Scarborough thing I, I'm loving this uh, dice playing here we see uh, Lucian Price Bronco playing dice <laughs> <laughs> Lucian Price playing dice easy there Becky Lynch uh, Bronco Niemer 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 
and Scripps. Uh, they're part of this this group of people, and uh, they basically beat a bunch of people. These guys try to get mad and check them, but they're like, nah, is there a problem? Nah, and they, they, they get rid of them. And then they have the stacks of money and the dice, and they start walking and talking, the three of them. And they say, what do we got to do to prove it to Tony D? And Scripps says, uh, don't worry, like... We're going we're gonna to show them exactly who we are and mentions why he's with them. He says, no one knows th- that we've been hungry. That's another, another person who's really hungry. Everyone's hungry. Uh, and as they're counting money, like they're all talking about how uh, they're going to become the, the best tag team in NXT and then eventually get those NXT tag titles. And then they call themselves OTM. Ooh-wee. What's Don't, OTM? I'm not too sure. So on okay. the move. Is that what that means? I, I'm assuming. That's just what I'm going OTM. for. OTM. On, hmm. on the moon? On the move. On the move. I think it's on the move. Uh, and then they say, it doesn't matter what we do as long as we get paid. Something I noticed about this. Uh, I, I, know you, I know you'll agree with me. It's really hard counting money when people are talking to me. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. There's no way they were counting, really counting money. Counting anything. Yeah, they were not counting money. They're lying. They're all trying to talk to each other. No, you're not. You're not. You're not looking down <laughs> properly. You're trying to listen. It's all. You're fucking your count up. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I don't know what this is anymore. But anyways, uh, what do you think of this? I mean, it, it was their their ploy to to get the money from the other guys. Yeah, yeah. Get, they robbed the guy. They, they all the money's theirs anyway. All the money's yeah, theirs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. I need to see them. Like, I feel I've only seen them have one match. Yeah. And they're now, like, title contenders. Yeah. Which I'm a bit like, okay, I, I need to see more from these guys first. I've seen but nothing, like the, yeah. the vignettes and stuff have been fine. Like, right from the, the first ones where they're, what, eating Cubanos as boys. And, right. And to this, I, like, I think they look good as a unit, but right. we've barely seen these guys wrestle. I agree. There's, so there's no way. To have way. them in conversation for the tag titles just seems ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think so. I think if you were doing these vignettes of like, because they've been introduced weird. They came in and just been like put in randomly. Remember their debut was just coming out and standing there for yeah. a bit. It's like kind of odd. So I think if you just had these kind of vignettes and then having them beating teams, sure, then that makes sense. But to, to put them in that, I don't, I, I don't think they will be on the But it, it's been very similar with, Gaza and Umberto, have we? We haven't seen them wrestle. No, they're supposed to come back like next week or something. Okay. So uh, yeah, I don't know, but hmm. yeah, uh, shooting dice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can uh, you can get like loaded dice that have switched. I wonder if they were using those. Probably they cheated. Yeah, yeah cheaters. They bring their own dice. The heels. Yeah. yeah. OTM. OTM. We go backstage. Hank and Tank are backstage, and they're watching this, and they're being interviewed, and. They say, yeah, those are some uh, powerful dudes, those uh, Lucy and Price and Bronco Nima. But, you know, we may be easygoing, but right now we're going to turn it up. And we're hungry. So we want to, to whet our appetite with these guys. So they say they want to prove themselves. Well, how about we step up to the plate? They ain't here to eat. They're here to feast. Everyone's just so hungry. Um, I think... I think Tank is pretty good on the mic. I, so energetic. He reminds me of Matt Menard, just really over the top, but yeah, actually yeah. delivering a pretty decent promo. Yeah, yeah. Hank is just another dork. He's a Nathan Fraser. Seth Rogen. Happy to be there. And, um, he got his own... A bit more character, because it's not, 
it's not really coming off Tank and rubbing onto him. Tank is wearing like a clearly we love our NXT bootleg shirts because I don't know if this one's necessarily on WWE Shop, but it says Hank and Tank mm. on it. But Hank is wearing like a dad's polo shirt with their logo then on it. Like, oh man. And I'm not dissing anyone who wears polo shirts, but like Hank, what do you what are you doing? <laughs> Hank, we've talked about your gear before and yeah. like we're just going back in circles here. And while I'm shitting on people who wear polos, it's September 19th. For all you people who don't live in beach towns, put the toes away. Open toes. No. Come on. No, like I'm tired of seeing this. Well. I, you know what I'm sick of is people saying it's freezing. Oh, it's like not grow freezing. the fuck. Up. Oh, it's like 20 degrees. It's like what 20 degrees. Sure, it's no. not 32. Oh, it, I, I had to come inside. It's it's so cold. It's freezing. It's like you live in Canada. You know what it's going to be in like two months, three months time? It's going to no. be 40 degrees colder than this. I'm just like... Canadians are soft. It's almost like... It's almost, it is almost fall. It's not fall yet. There's still nice weather. But like if I'm at a restaurant, I don't need to see some dude's toes. Put them nah, away. I'm not a restaurant. Yeah. But still, if it's, if it's nice out. It's like two days in a row. It's like, oh, uh, Like I'm wearing shorts as long as I can. Shorts, fine. <laughs> yeah. But your feet aren't... Sticking out in public, like uh, some people like feet, but uh, yeah, but oh, just it's it's too it's getting you know. But if you live in a beach town, you know that's all right. That's the rules. But uh, polo shirts with your Hank and Tank on it, uh, maybe coming soon to WWE show. Yeah, I can't see it anywhere. We go to our next match: the Triple Threat, the Bracket Buster, Joe. No, not Joe Gacy. Uh, Duke Hudson, Joe Coffey, and Nathan Frazier. This starts off with Nathan being super fast, as always. He's running the ropes and running the best of these guys, kind of sending them flying. Eventually, the Gallus lads keep trying to get involved and swiping at the legs as usual, like earlier. Uh, Duke, though, and Coffee have a moment where they're just slugging it out on each other. Duke hits this huge urinagi, but then Duke is in and, and drops Duke and, like, pulls him Sorry, Coffee like pulls Duke's like balls into the ring post here, crushing him. Tries to get an ear fall. Uh, there's then a commercial break. When we come back, Coffee goes for his shitty little headbutt running thing, <laughs> and Duke counters the best of the bells and does the roll up exactly how he won the match earlier. But this time, Coffee was able to kick kick out of it because fool me twice can't get fooled again. Duke then hits the chase you elbow for a near fall. Very bionic of him. There's then a sidewalk slam. And then Frazier comes back and hits like this double DDT on both guys at the same time. Yeah, it's like the the AJ Styles moonsault into the yeah. reverse DDT. Look great. Very nice. Uh, Duke comes back with his jump into the ring into a German on Frazier who does this overhead sell on it. This move is funny, but I know our friend WH Park just hates this move because he thinks that he looks silly when he jumps into the ring to do the German, which I'm like... He's ever- just jealous that... <laughs> WH has to enter under the second rope. (laughs) I was going to say, it it is kind of silly, but also every move in wrestling is silly. silly. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I do like this. And Frazier made it look like a million bucks, uh, but does kick out of this. Eventually, Duke picks him up and hits this huge, like, power slam into a sidewalk slam for a two count. Very nice here. The crowd were getting very loud. And then hits another one, but Coffee breaks it up. There's then this, like, head Rana spike from Frazier. And then... This was not this... Hurricane Rana yeah. and Duke just sold it on the top of his head. Uh, looked looked great and just sort of stayed there for a yeah. second before collapsing. Awesome. He go, he hits the Phoenix splash on Duke, but in the last second, Joe Coffey throws Frazier out of the ring and then hits the, the headbutt and then the best of the bells on Duke Hudson 
Kinda hits it and pins him. And in the upset, Joe Coffey wins this side of the bracket for the Heritage Cup tournament. So the final next week will be a, a rematch from NXT TakeOver Blackpool. The main wow. event, Dunn versus Coffey. Um, not the most exciting outcome. No. Uh, I, I thought we were going to be getting Tyler Bate versus Nathan Fraser, which has kind of been the story sort of building, you know, with the, Absolutely. the fake cup and all that. And then Fraser won it and then Tyler won the fake one and yeah. gave it back. Like, it felt like that would have been the main event. Um, but I, I would assume we're getting Dunn versus Noam. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm all for. That sounds great. Uh, but fun match. Again, I kind of enjoy Duke here. Uh, I, I kind of like his hot tags, if you will. I know this triple threat, but sort of his power ups. Uh, Fraser's speed, like, I, I don't like him on mic, but his speed is ridiculous. His wrestling is I don't awesome, think I've yeah. ever seen anyone as fast as that. And that, that's, uh, like, tope he did to the outside. Yeah. Just so much speed it was great. But yeah, coffee, not doing it for me. This match was pretty fun and definitely, like, as, as it went on, got better and better. So I definitely got sucked into it, but was head scratching at the Joe Coffee outcome here. Mm. But I guess it kind of protects either of those next two guys for losing next week. But uh, kind of enjoyed it. We go backstage. Mustafa Ali, he's in a suit. He's angry. He says that he is the rightful contender for the North American title. But after watching Raw last week, he says, how does this make any sense? How does... The guy I beat get a title shot before me, before my match. No mercy. He says, this this doesn't even do the word travesty justice. He says, neither deserve the prestigious title of the North American title. Both of these guys are, are deadbeats. They're liars. And he says that he will deal with them on Raw. So, like, Ali is kind of full heel now. Yeah. I'd say. We the people. And very uh, irritating. Yeah. But he's not wrong. No. He beat Dragon Lee in a number one contenders match to face uh, Dom for the title. And now Lee gets a title match on a bigger stage right. in front of way more people. Yeah. Um, but I do see, I see Dragon Lee beating Dom on Monday. Yeah. With, and then with, with a Rey Mysterio assist and kind of drive people to NXT. Oh, see this Dragon Lee guy on Tuesday. So then we see Dragon Lee Ali at the paper. I think so, yeah. Which sounds awesome. Yeah. So, okay, I, I do see it going that way as well. So watch Raw to see Ali maybe get involved costing Dom the title. Or maybe he tries to cost someone the title and Dom retains. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, Ali gets I just, I still be. feel just Ali is miscast. They seem to always yeah. have him as a heel and not a particularly entertaining heel. He's always just a like whining yeah. moaning and i feel when when you look at his wrestling and and who he is as a person in real life it, it just seems weird casting to me and i can't say i this is apparently what an idea he pitched to yeah, on the yeah. main roster a long time ago doesn't do it for me it's just yeah he's he should be a good guy the, the whole light yeah. thing i don't know he could have been that but I, i'll i want to see it play out and if that if he's wrestling either of these guys it'll be a good match uh, at no mercy maybe it's a triple threat as we kind of thought it was going to be anyways. Oh, we've had that. Yeah, we? I, don't I don't know. Well, we go to Kiana James and Tiffany Stratton. They're working out before their big match, and they say that it's uh, somewhat of a, an alliance here because they just don't like Becky, so it's glad they're glad that they're together. And Kiana's kind of in cahoots with Tiff, and we both despise her, and we're going to dispose her. 
and we're going to cause some serious damage, and we're going to see who the real champ is. So mm. Tiffany's got Kiana helping her out. We go to Briggs and Jensen backstage. They're watching last week on the iPad. It took them a whole week to watch back this again, or they just keep re-watching it because they're so butthurt about what happened with Miles Bourne. They're pissed at Fallon for bringing him in. They're really angry. They're saying, you were wrong. Even... Even Miles Bourne could have seen that he was going to turn on us. So again, he's not blind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, he he's a snake, and she starts to make excuses. She's like, "Well, you know, I th- I know he's a nice guy, but he's just he's in with the wrong crowd, and this and that." And they're like, "What? What are you doing? Like this guy screwed us over, and you're still like on his side? Like what? There was that moment with them last yeah, week. Yeah, she fancies him. Maybe. Uh, this is when." Baron Corbin walks in, not wearing a shirt, which makes it all weird because everyone else is wearing a shirt, but it's wrestling. Well, no, he's, he's been having a massage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then he, he clarifies, can you, can you quiet down? I'm trying to have a massage here. And basically, um, shut up, he says. And Briggs says, oh, you're the one who's calling the NXT roster soft, but here you are having a massage. He goes, like, come on. Like, you, you want to you wanna knock some heads? You want to beat up? Well, let's see. You're going to need another massage after next week. So basically, Briggs is challenging him to a match. He's having a massage soft. It's the softest thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, not not really. I don't know. I mean, these guys are athletes. It's not like he was having a pedicure or something like that. You yeah, know, like yeah, it, yeah. And yeah, they're athletes. <laughs> like, you should they, beat Briggs. They all, yeah. Briggs, get massages. Yeah, maybe you'll, <laughs> I don't know, get better. I, I did like Briggs's fire, though, here. I thought he sounded pretty good. Yeah. And... Uh, we've got a new drama for Jensen, Fallon, and Briggs. Yeah, they love the juicy drama I, with these guys. They do. General like, Hospital. Is with it going to be like, like is is Jensen and Fallon ever going to happen? No, that's not the story anymore. No, I know. I know. Like it's moved on to Miles now. Right, but right. will we get uh, Jensen jealousy? I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to see. Guy, these, these guys have been looking for something since the Kiana situation yeah. finished, haven't they? They've kind of been just floating around. It's been, uh, yeah, they were a good act, and now they're kind of just chilling. So, so we're getting Briggs and Corbin next week, are we? Yeah, and maybe something Miles gets involved. Or yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing them tangle up again, but. I went for a massage the other day. How was it? It was good. It was nice. Soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you walk around bearing. Excuse me, you're just being well, too what darn I find loud. funny is Corbin <laughs> is rarely topless when he wrestles, yet for backstage segments, he's got it off. Yeah, he usually... No, his belly button. Oh, he's had that covered for years. I think he was the waiter. He has that weird, like, kind of sleeveless thing he wears. Right. He's got terrible gear. Speaking of Baron Corbin, his Burn the Ships theme is now on WWE Music Do you streaming. Like it? It's okay, yeah. It's funny that he clearly heard the song. Hey, guys, can you get me a new song? Yeah, here's this song. It's called Burn the Ships. Yo, I like that. <laughs> I'm going to use that. That's like uh, Alex Riley. They're like, hey, we need a song. No, no, no. We, I, th- we need to give him his own song. Okay, what's the song? Say it to my face. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I like that. And then said it every week. And it's like, all right, dude. But, you know, wrestling themes work. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about Briggs and Jensen getting back on TV. So I need to see more of them. But I'm worried that they may lose Fallon. Mm. We see Mello. The champ, Carmelo Hayes, leaving through the uh, parking lot, and he better be careful. He says, I've knocked down Ilya before, and at no mercy, I'm going to do it again. 
Next week, I'm going to let him know where he stands. So it's a contract signing next week for the rematch at No Mercy. Also next week, Joe Gacy taking on Trick Williams, as well as Gigi taking on Blair Davenport and the strap match. I like Vic described it, uh, Gigi versus Blair in a, in a, Blood feud of sorts. Yeah, he wasn't sure why we had to watch that either. Why we have to, but we do. Uh, Looking forward to the strap match, though. I think that could be good. Yeah, so some good stuff coming on next NXT. Leading into No Mercy, it will be the go-home show. Uh, Becky Lynch makes her entrance here for the main event. And during her entrance, she is attacked by both Tiffany Stratton and uh, Kiana James. When they're just beating her down, the two of them. Out comes Lyra Valkyria for the save, and they're beating them up, and it's turned into a tag team match, playa. So now this match is officially a tag what team a match. What a surprise. Yeah. You think Roxanne's watching that like, what the? F- Come on, man. I offered to be your partner. You couldn't have gotten beat up. And L- Lyra's fresher, though, isn't she? Yeah. It's just maybe this will cause a riff and Mate, something can happen. Roxanne heel turn? <laughs> You never know. So this match starts off, and it's uh, Tiffany who tags out into Kiana, and Kiana's getting beat up by by Becky here. Lyra and her are doing like double teams, like leg drops and drop kick combos. Very impressive here. But eventually, when we go to break, we come back. It's Becky who's getting beaten up by Kiana and Tiff, who keep t- tagging in and out. Eventually, Kiana goes for a backflip for reasons but then eats a boot that's when tiffany says anything you can do i can do better because she does like five or ten backflips but then misses and gets uh an enzigiri from lyra who comes in now with a hot tag hitting kicks to the back of the head there's axe kicks a huge northern lights suplex for a near fall and then both becky and lyra hit this like double guillotine one's got one draped over there and one side and the other doing it like simultaneously which is Pretty impressive. It's like this draped leg drop to the mm. back of the head for near falls. Again, Stratton is in control, though, with Lyra. And they, she ends up hitting the Swanton Bomb. But Becky breaks that up in the near seconds of it. Uh, there's then Becky hitting a double DDT on Tiff and Kiana for a near fall. And then goes for the Disarmor on Kiana, who eventually gets out of it. But... Becky tags in Lyra, not before hitting the manhandle slam, which then Lyra hits her splash, the the basic bird splash. The, the bird poop. Yeah. For the win, as Becky and Lyra win the match and kind of stand tall. And after this, though, Tiff attacks her with a steel chair, beats up Becky and Lyra, holds up the title, walks off with it, leaving it there, though. Then Becky grabs a mic and says... You wanna you wanna play rough, huh? Well, how about no mercy? We'll make it extreme rules mm. as NXT goes off the air. But what did you think of the main event? Yeah, I again really impressed by Lyra Valkyria. I thought when she came in, her her kicks looked great. That Northern Lights is is beautiful, um, and yeah, I thought it was a fun match. They they replayed a few moments from sort of Becky and Tiffany from last week. Um, I thought Kiana held her own as well. Um, part of me, I, I kind of expect Tiffany to win this back, but part of me thinks it's a bit too soon. And I, I kind of like Becky to be here for like another month or so to have a like sure. a match against Lyra. And uh, I feel like 
they kind of set up a match with Kiana, but I guess maybe this was it. Um, but yeah, I'd kind of like to see a mix it up more with people there because uh, she definitely helps. You know, you're only going to get better working people better than you. And with all due respect, like Dana Brooke isn't that veteran who can help these people. Improve. Right. You know, right. Becky Lynch is. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was a, a fun enough main event. Yeah, I, I didn't necessarily, like, it's classic wrestling. We got to do the tag team before we get to the, the big pay-per-view mm. match and whatever. But they they knocked it out the park last week. And I think Tiff and Becky can do even better with, like, you know, weapons and all that fun stuff added to the No Mercy match. Like, that's a solid mm. match that I think will be awesome. But I kind of agree. Like, I'd easily just say give it back to Tiff. But Becky could make things a bit more interesting and, and the views, obviously the, the ratings draw Rebecca ratings. So maybe they do. Like, keep could it you on take it. this to maybe Halloween havoc? Sure. Yeah. Or is that too far away? Like, I mean, what else is she going to do on the main roster right now? Yeah. I mean, then that still gives her like a few weeks to build whatever, no, like survivor series yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like she's not appearing on raw as well. I just, I just think like for it to end, just next Saturday would be a bit too soon. I, I'd kind of like to see her have more of a run. I agree. I, I'm I'm actually either way. Like Tiff, I, I think winning it back could definitely like help the the character and kind of proving here. But also Becky staying could mean for other fun things and other matches and stuff. So kind of either way. But either way, I'm I'm thinking it'll be a good match. So uh, overall, enjoyed this episode of NXT. Like I mentioned, that Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn match just mm-hmm. was awesome. Twelve minutes of some great wrestling. Some, some British lads wrestling, uh, but then some other stuff like leading the stories and setting up for No Mercy. I think they're doing a, an okay job. The tournament has been good. I'm like the Heritage Cup matches. I'm not usually like I, I like the wrestlers who are in it because those are the real mm. technical wrestlers. So the matches are really good. But the whole tournament's leading up to a match that isn't the same like stipulation. But yeah, it, I, there's, I mean, it, it's it's the same as in it's still. 12 minutes got whereas you. the rounds it's six two minutes got rounds, you got right you. so I, I guess that's the thing sure uh i've enjoyed i, I like having different things, sure yeah like, and I, I i've actually enjoyed this sort of heritage cup thing they've got going on the tournament's been good yeah i'm enjoying seeing some of these different guys show up portozawa didn't really get to, to shine the too only much. one to not get a point damn yeah bless him but but yeah i i enjoy kind of some of the storytelling as some of as some of it can be hokey the trick Williams like thing is very like, who's, you know, is something going to happen with mm. him and, and mellow. That's, that's cool to see with the, the big storyline with Ilya and mellow. So I'm interested in no mercy. It's going to be pretty good with some of the matches already announced. I imagine it's Noam Dar versus Butch. I imagine it's Ali versus dragon Lee. Yeah. I imagine, well, we are getting mellow and dragon off Braun and Corbin and Becky and Stratton. So already kind of shaping up to be a, a Probably just a tag team ladder match with 18 teams. Tag team, every team in it. Yeah. Battle Royal. No, they'll do some sort of multi-tag match too to get a lot of people on there. But but yeah, uh, looking forward to uh, No Mercy, but pretty good episode of NXT. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what we thought. Let's go to the Facebook group and see what you guys thought. Absolutely. If you have not followed us on all the socials, you should at Poison Rana Pod. But we do have a Facebook page, which could lead you to the Facebook group, the Poison Rana group. If you join, we post up lots of weird and funny memes and stuff. But we also post up feedback threads like the one we are reading from here today. Do you want me to kick off? You can kick off. You want me to kick off reading Magan 
here. Oh, I'll take Magan. I thought it was Manny. Oh, sorry. No, I don't see where I have it because it's a top comment. Oh, okay. Because I guess Magan's is the top. So you can read the first one if you'd like. Uh, sure. Uh, Manny from Pacoima. The rematch is official. Tiffy two times is almost upon us. Lots of solid matches tonight. Butch versus Tyler was great, though I think Butch needs to come up with a better name for the better end he used to win the match because Vic was confusing me when he said the name. I kind of like it. The better end. The bitter end and then your super finisher is the better end. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The aftermath of the champ v champ match left me wanting to see a tag between all four men. I know Ilya is a face, but give me Dom and Ilya versus Mello and Dragon Lee. Next week's Go Home show looks stacked. Yes, boy, toodles. Thank you, Emmanuel, you legend. Okay, you can have Megan, so I'll read this one here. From Giancarlo, who writes in, Hey, y'all, don't watch NXT Live, but have been listening to your reviews for the past couple of years. I subscribed around the time when Dijak used to say, Hiya! Hiya! So thanks for the laughs doing it again lately, and keep up the good work. Wow. Thank you, Giancarlo. Wow, I I love... messages like yeah. that. Yeah. They're very nice of you to say. Thank you. Although didn't didn't do a first time long time. First time, first time long in a time. long time, Jan yeah. Carlo. Yeah, baby. And then finally Magan who says Dom didn't get to put on a t-shirt, but I got the next best thing as Ilya granted his death wish. The show feels elevated with Becky Lynch being around and with the rematch now official under extreme rules which sweetens the pot. I hope N Bex T lasts a while. Hot-shotting it back to Stratton wouldn't be wise. She's made, and it's rare to play the two-time champion card. Looking at you, Manny of Pacoima. Dunn versus Bate felt like old times, and it was dope. The triple threat was strong, and Lyra got another rub being around Becky in the main event. Mustafa's promo tells you to never believe a politician. There's a lie hidden somewhere. Not as hot as last week, but a solid outing. Wow. He wasn't as heated no. as most weeks. Yeah. He he supports the Becky win. Oh, he, he does. Yeah, he was defending it last week. Right, right, yeah. Relentlessly in the chat. As he's doing right now. Oh, actually, really? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for writing in. Of course, join that Facebook page uh, to, to keep up with all the other stuff. I know you, some people uh, love the, the Facebook. Some people don't. Uh, I was thinking if I should be starting some sort of like Poison Rana Discord, if anyone would be interested. I'm not sure because I know people don't use Facebook mm. anymore and vice versa. And maybe Twitter's going to start charging everyone and yeah. things moving around. So if there is any interest, uh, let me know. And maybe just I'll write, that up. write your feedback into us. P.O. Box, Poison Rana, Post Wrestling. I did that. And Shout uh, out Rob for sending me BSK stickers, who I sent some Poison Rana stickers out in return. So thank you. But yeah, uh, you want to send us gifts, Amazon wish list? We'll send well, you I meant feedback. <laughs> oh, no, no. You can just send us shit. Yeah. Every week we read back feedback from like three weeks ago. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. great. yeah, just make sure there's cash in the envelope. Yeah, <laughs> we'll read it on air for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, follow us on all the socials if you haven't already. We will be live on Sunday at around 2 p.m. to chat everything else going on in the world of wrestling, Grand Slam, and some SmackDown and everything else. And uh, follow our personals. I am Brayden Harrington. I am at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. We will uh, chat very soon. Poisonrana.ca for everything else that we do. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And I don't know about you, but uh, I'm hungry. Let's feast. (laughs) Ahoy! Ahoy!